Welcome to Honest Money, your best guide to financial freedom. I'm Warren Ingram, the author of a few best-selling books, and I'm also an award-winning financial planner, and I've helped thousands of people on their journey to financial freedom. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to share my experience and the best ideas that I've learned, and I hope these ideas help you on your journey to financial freedom. Honest Money is proudly sponsored by Outsurance. Saving on your car insurance can start by SMSing CAR to 30165. If Outsurance can't beat your current premium, you can ask them to give you 500 Rand. And if you've been claim free and with the same insurer for three years or more, ask them for 1,500 Rand. Whether it's a saving or cash in your pocket, you always get something out. And that's the honest truth. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. 50 cents per SMS. Uh, hi Warren, uh, I trust you well. My name is Chris, I'm 20 years old and I'm currently a student. After reading your books and listening to your various podcasts, I've learned that the first step in my financial journey would be to start my emergency fund with three to six months of expenses. But my interest really lies in investments. With the limited funds from an internship or articles or someone just starting to invest, would you recommend someone concentrating their money into two ETFs, like the Satrix Top 40 and the MSCI World, which are already diverse? Or is there a greater benefit in investing smaller amounts into more ETFs, like as you suggested in a previous podcast, the Top 40, the MSCI World, Emerging Markets, and a dividend aristocrat. Lastly, do you have any book recommendations during this time to read for the future? Thank you so much. Wow, Chris, that, thanks for that question. That um, you know, that that's probably a, a whole show all on its own. So I'm, I'm going to try and be brief, but but answer your, your your questions as they come through. So so firstly, well done. You know, as a student, if you've managed to accumulate your emergency fund and you, you you've got an internship which is allowing you to start saving, you you're already on a brilliant path. So so well done there. Um, and I think the my, my comment on investing is that that you know you, you should diversify. So so I think buying you know two or three ETFs make sense to me, I wouldn't buy too many um, at the same time because eventually you, you can do something called over-diversification. So, you know, I think when you were talking about looking at, for example, the top 40 ETF and the MSCI world, you know, on its own, those two investments could be a great portfolio for any investor. Um, and that could be something that you do over over a decade. You know, you could just take, take every bit of money that you save, put it in those two, and you'd have a brilliant portfolio. Uh, I think if you want a little bit more risk and, and potentially a little bit more return. And I think, you know, th- those are two things that you have to consider. You know, it's fine to look for a more return, but more return always comes with more risk. So, so I have to say that. But but uh, if you want a bit more, more risk and a bit more return, you could say, well, let, let me take a third of my money and I buy the, the, the top 40 index in South Africa, take a third of my money, buy the MSCI World, and then take a third of my money and, and buy the MSCI Emerging Markets Index. Uh, you, 
you know, that, that really would be a, a very high growth portfolio. But I have to tell you, that will come with a lot of risk. And, and that means that there will be times. And, and I think, you know, in February 2020 is a great example where you would have probably lost about half of, of your money in, in a few days. And you would and then you'd hate the recommendation that I've just given you. So, so be careful, you know, understand that, that, uh, you know, taking a lot of risk does come uh, with the potential for reward, but but be prepared then to lose half your money. If that's too too risky for you, then I think looking at you know half your money in the MSCI world and half in the top forty index in South Africa ma- makes a lot of sense. You know I think that that's a, a very nice portfolio, definitely worth uh, worth investing in for a long period of time. And maybe what you do is you start with those two, and once you've built those up, then you could say, well, let me let me take a bit of money and start putting it into that emerging markets index. The, the reason I like the emerging markets index is it does come with risk, but I think global emerging markets like China and India and um, you know Indonesia, Vietnam, and the like, you know, they have great demographic profiles where where their population are young but very productive, work hard, and I think that you know that they're going to be the future growth economies of the world. So so. If you've got five or 10 years to, to invest in, and you're prepared to leave your money, I think those will be very rewarding. But uh, I think over the next one or two years, they, they might come with a lot of risk. Your, your, your second question, I, um, I gather, is around a book recommendation. And I think, you know, I love reading, so, so I've always got book recommendations. Uh, and, and I think the, the best book for me around, uh, around investing is always to understand the kind of original master of investments as far as I'm concerned, and, and that's Warren Buffett. And, and I'm not just saying that because he's got a great first name. Uh, I think that, you know, his, his track record and his history proves, you know, that he's one of the all-time great investors. And there's a brilliant book uh, about Warren Buffett called Snowball, um, and I think it's by Alice Schroeder, and and I think that that's probably you know the the best recommendation I could give anybody to start investing is you get a really good idea of of what he's about and how he thinks about investing, but it's not a textbook, so it's not dry and boring. It's it's well written and 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 worth reading. And I think another uh, another great book um, is is one called. Poor Charlie's Almanac, which is uh, by um, by Charlie Munger. He's he's Warren Buffett's main investment partner. He's he's a uh, you know a, a, his big partner on his investment company, and that's a bit more of an interesting book. It's it's a, a very expensive book, but it's a collection of all of Charlie Munger's big speeches and writings that he's put together over decades. And I think that he really tells you about how to think differently, how to how to uh, you know how to look at problems with a multidisciplinary approach. And and to me, Charlie Munger is one of the all time uh, great minds of of the last hundred years, uh, and, and so really worthwhile following but that is a bit more of a uh, of a difficult read it's not just a simple easy read like uh, like snowball so so those would be my two recommendations if you're looking for some lockdown reading good morning warren and team it's matapelum vunlela here i have few investment question okay let me start i'm currently contributing a three thousand rent on signia itrix a thousand rand is for the euro, thousand rand MCI world, and another thousand rand for Japan. So I would like to know if I should continue with it or rather pause it and contribute to the local Cetrix ETF or contribute to an RA because I don't have an RA, but I do have a pension fund with my employer, but I feel like it's not enough. Okay, I also have a 19-month-old daughter, which I contributed 
uh, a tax-free savings account, a maximum of 33000 on her first birthday. And I'm planning to do so on each and every birthday. So I wanted to know if is it advisable to continue contributing for my daughter because a lot of people are saying it's going to be at her disadvantage when she grows up, when she wants to make her contributions. So I don't know. Please help. Matabello, thank you so much. Those are awesome questions. I think I'm going to answer your tax-free question first because it's one that I hear quite a lot and, it, and, and I know that people are telling you it's a bad idea to invest for your young daughter in her tax-free savings. But that just, I, I just don't get the logic of why people tell, tell, say that to you. And I think, you know, a lot of advisors say that and, and to me, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, I think the longer you can invest for, for your daughter, the better. You know, the, the more time that that money can grow on itself and the more that the money can make money babies, uh, which is called compounding, the better. So so I think it's an absolutely brilliant idea. You know, I just think be careful that you don't uh, put the money into a money market account or into a fixed deposit. It must be, you know, I know it's called a tax-free savings account and everyone thinks that that means that it's only for, for cash deposits or fixed deposits. That's not true. So if your tax-free savings for your daughter is in something like a top 40 ETF or a world ETF, that's a great great idea and I, I would definitely uh, carry on doing that um, every single year for as long as you can I think it's a it's just one of the best gifts you can give your your daughter and by the time she's you know 20 or 25 you know that there will be so much money in there that it's it's money she could put down to almost buy a house or put down a huge deposit on a house so so I think it's a it's a great gift to to, to give your, your your children and I think everybody should do it um, the second question on all the different kinds of ETFs that you've got, I think you're in danger of being over invested. So, so just be careful. I think rather have, uh, you know, have, for example, the top 40 ETF in South Africa and then uh, the world ETF as, as an example. But, but try not to have too many different kinds of, of global ETFs and too many different kinds of South African ETFs. An equal split between two makes all the sense in the world to me. I don't think you need to do more. Uh, you can always add a third if you wanted a bit more risk to buy the emerging markets ETF, but that's not necessary. You know, to, to have a South African ETF with, let's say, half of your money every month and the other half going into the world ETF, uh, th- th- that'll be a great portfolio that you can keep building over over long periods of time you don't need to do more thank you for listening to honest money if you have any questions you're welcome to reach out to me on twitter my handle is at warren ingram don't forget to subscribe we're on spotify and apple podcast chat soon honest money was proudly brought to you by outsurance don't miss your chance for a car insurance saving or a pocket full of cash Remember, you could ask Outsurance for 500 Rand if they can't beat your current premium, or 1,500 Rand if you've been claim-free and with the same insurer for three years. SMS CAR to 30165 now to start your quote. Outsurance, you always get something out. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. 50 cents per SMS.